Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. If you've watched all of them, you will be aware that this is episode 69. Nice! Episode 69! Funny everywhere! Woo! And, as always, I'm Falcon, joined by my good buddy, Condor. Condor, how are you doing today? Is that the special question? No, that is not the special question, and I'll ask you it said, afterwards. You said you would write, ask you right off the bat. But I assumed you would be aware. I would want to make sure you're doing good. Check up on you, know, make sure well, nothing I terrible mean, happened to considering, you. Considering considering what we just realized, what happened, I'm I'm doing a I'm a little uh, I'm a little upset, but uh, other than that, I'm okay. You know, uh, at the time of recording this, this is uh, Memorial Day weekend, and since I work at Home Depot, it is uh, it's really it's a little tough. Uh, it's gonna be a tough day today because it's Saturday. But unfortunately, actually, it's supposed to rain like in the afternoon, so that might affect sales. So we'll see. But uh, I'm doing okay, you know. I'm okay. I've uh, I've been I've consumed a lot of media. Actually, I've consumed a lot of media in the past week. Oh, which is surprising. Yeah, yeah, done a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Falcon? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I gotta I gotta get my tires changed after this, so that could take thirty minutes or three hours. So you know, who knows? Thirty minutes or three hours. Yes, Condor. Wow. You have, cars, have you ever had to have the tear that is going to the tire shop? I have not, but my friends have told me how bad it is and how you always have to buy them in fours and you can't just buy a single tire. That depends on the shop. I've I've bought them singles before because I've only had money for one and like I can only afford one. But and like I had a tire blowout once, like, oh, you really should go on and get all four replaced. It's starting to get bad and be like, I have like a hundred bucks in my bank account. Can I get more than one tire for hundred bucks? Like, no. It's like, well, then I'm just getting the one tire today. Um, but yeah, it depends. But yeah, uh, so you go, and most of the time you can show up, and then you sit there for like two and a half hours because they're just that's just how it goes. I made an appointment, so hopefully the fact I made an appointment when I show up, I can just be in and out. But even with that, sometimes it just you know, you're there all day, just sitting in their waiting room, not much to do, just waiting. But my cars been getting very, very vibrate and bumpy. And I've known my tires have needed to be replaced for a while. I just hadn't had the opportunity to go. But it finally got bad enough. I'm like, I need to get this going to see if it's the tires or if there's some other issue with my car that I need to have looked at. But regardless, I need the new tires anyway. So that'll be fun. But yeah, I've not consumed a ton of media or anything. Uh, played some video games. Uh, started up a new playthrough of Dragon Age Origins. Because I, I got a good deal on a PS3. And I was like, whoa. So I'm playing it. It's like in my bedroom. And if I can't fall asleep, I'm playing some Dragon Age. Well, playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, Gotta get that Moki Moki. That's you know? right. That's right. Time of um, recording. On the, if you are a Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, if you like Yu-Gi-Oh! You play Master Duel at the moment. The end of the Duel Pass, uh, Moki Moki is the one. And uh, Falcon and I are, mostly Falcon, are really big fans of Moki Moki. So it'd be cool to have him as like, a little dueling partner. But it's, just, it's getting like really tough. Oh, it's just getting so tough and annoying, especially because even if you win a duel, you don't get that many points now. Because like the more you go up in the past, the more points it takes to upgrade. So that means more mm -hmm. duels, and the duels are just going to be annoying with people just doing all their st stuff. Because we're in the gold rank, and I'm gold one. He's gold two at the moment, and like my deck isn't the best. I run Luna Lights, so if he do something, then I'm kind of like screwed. And like so, and you run what Battle and Boxers and Zodiac, so yeah. Those are uh, those are like two different types as well. I'm not very familiar with them, but you know it's kind of it's just tough. It's hard out here just trying to finish the battle pass. You have to run like meta decks to win. It's just like, am I going to get to a point where I don't care anymore, or am I just going to keep trying? I'm not even halfway, and 
That's yeah. That's Fun. what building I'm a meta 40. deck. I'm, I'm like, I, right I, need, I need to build a meta deck. So when I hit later gold and early diamond or platinum or whatever it's called, like I actually have somewhat of a chance of winning. Um, I re- I, re- I refuse to make a meta deck. I refuse because that's just I I want to have fun with Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't want to make it just like oh I have to do this to do that to win and get that. No, I want to have fun with it. I'm not going to be one of those people who are like oh yeah I just care about the meta. No, I'm going to play what I like because that's the type of person I am. Okay, but other than other for speaking about games, um, you uh, I know we've mentioned. I know I've told you Wednesday that I beat a certain game on my PS5. Oh, is it that certain game that I'm totally in love with? Yeah, I uh, showed it off last. Uh, I, I showed I showed it off. I talked about it last week. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play it, and then I started playing it. Uh, Bug Snacks. Um. Yeah, that's it was a really fun game. So uh, if you know Bug Snacks, it's basically like this creature collector where there's like these f- creatures that are half bug hack snacks and like you mm-hmm. got to like capture them and stuff so you can like study them and you can take pictures of them and like see them that interact in their natural habitat and basically you cast them you can feed them to like the people on the Bug Snack Island and they turn their body into like snacks and stuff. It's pretty neat, you know kind of cool that you can like customize like their townspeople to look any way you want i like i like cause I, I i realized they had like added these things where you like oh if they eat this one thing you could turn any body part that they want into like a thing so i literally made this one person just like a whole like can of the mountain sodi oh, no yeah. it's obviously it's mountain dew so it's yeah. Mount, mountain sodi so i did that and it was just like a whole green can i'm like oh this just makes me so happy yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was so weird yeah. when uh when I I I uh, I uh totally like snackified one of the one of the uh residents because it was I forget what it was but it was like all like nuts and macadamia nuts or something and like oh it just you used like out. the the trail mix uh snack pod probably. yeah and it like freaked me out because I'm like what just happened to her what the heck is happening yeah. I got a trophy for it I did pl- I did there's the DLC which I actually still haven't played as much. But I did platinum the original game. It's not nice. that hard. I platinumed it in two days. So uh, I, yeah, I really did platinum. I platinum it. But uh, the game was it was very fun. Actually, it was very fun. Very very change of pace to like what I'm usually used to. You know, it, it kind of felt like Pokemon Snap, but like you know, mm-hmm. you, instead of just taking pictures, you also collect them. And uh, and the the story was pretty nice. The characters weren't like they weren't like super great, but they weren't bad. They were they were good. They were good characters. You know, they're very kind of realistic considering the cartoonish world that they live in. You know, uh, yeah, they and, they did their job. They were there to just kind of be different personalities to just kind of have this like weird kooky adventure with, and they they fit the pace very well. But you're not gonna sit here and be like. Man, Philbo Fiddlepie is my favorite character of all time. I think his voice actor is Olaf. He sounds like Olaf from Frozen. Uh, you got to look it up. Well, while you're doing that. But the story is pretty good, and it has a really nice twist at the end. And the game actually has multiple endings because there's, like, a section where things happen, and uh, you got to do stuff. And if you do it wrong, you don't get the right ending. But I actually got the true ending because I, I always like to do everything before I like move on to the final story, and luckily there's not that much to do in this game. Uh, I I didn't do everything, everything like there's you in the since they updated the game recently, they allowed you to have your own house, and you complete these like mail things, and like mm-hmm. when you do them, you get like pieces of furniture, and uh, I didn't really I didn't really do them all because some of them were a little annoying, because it's like oh you gotta uh collect all eight variants of the snack pod and feed them to one person. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Or or you uh what, what was another no I I uh, it was like oh get do oh oh here was one collect five snack pals in under thirty seconds. I haven't done that yet. I just didn't like that one because uh, that's part of the DLC. I started it up and I played one night and I'm I finally went to the DLC island, but I was just doing request finding hats and I got to that one. I was like, what area can I go to that I can run around the area to get all of them within thirty seconds? Probably so, like, that that'll take a bit. Probably the very first area because it's the smallest one. Probably. You just have to like look up a guide if you really wanted to. Just like, okay, where are the snack pods in this? And then you could do it. But like, where's the fun in that? You know, there's no fun. There's mm-hmm. also the one where it's like hit the basketball twice in the sh- in the hoop without uh, knocking it down. That was fun. I liked doing that one. I, I was a little annoying sometimes, but I, I did manage to do it. But yeah, it, there, it's pretty fun. It's a nice little, little, nice little like mini quests that you could do if you really wanted to. But uh, yeah, there's actually like a hundred bug snacks. Technically more if you count the DLC. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it was it, it I, I caught them all. I platinumed the original game, and it was really fun. I had a fun time with it. I recommend it for anyone who has a PS4 or PS5. Uh, it's a really fun game. I think it's really innovative for the PS5 as well, even though it's on PS4. But I still say I still recommend this game full heartedly, wholeheartedly. You know, very good game, very mm-hmm. fun. Uh, it does take a dark turn near the end, so it's not like a happy-go-lucky game all the time. No. Yeah. It was. I remember when reviews first came out, people were like, it's not really a kid's game. Maybe let your kids get close to the end and then just tell them that's how it ends because it, it might mess them up. But yeah, I looked at the voice actors. So Philbo is not Olaf. He sounds uh, just he, like Olaf. He's voiced by Max Middleman, who does Ryuji Sakamoto from Persona 5. No uh, way! Oh, that, you know yeah. what? Now that you mentioned that, that does kind of sound familiar. But like, he's not like as gruff as Ryuji is. He's more like friendly. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, he, I mean, he's just doing a different voice. Um, but yeah, it's it's Ryuji. Uh, oh, wow. He's also the voice cool. of Konohamaru and Boruto. Um, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, Sam Regal is Gramble Giggle Funny. Uh, Yuri Lowenthal is Chandler, who is my favorite from the game. He was just fun. Yo, Chandler, the buff guy. Yo, let's go. Yo, there's there's a lot of really big voice actors here. Robbie Damon did the Buffalo Kid. Yeah, I I was looking at the. Christina uh, V did uh, Cheezer. Like, there's just a lot of really. Todd Habercorn did Shishkabug. My favorite, my favorite is, my favorite is definitely a Bunger. My favorite one. Bunger, 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 Bunger. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, game wise, that's I mean, I, I've been doing other games as well, but I have I've been kind of doing so. I bought this, you're, you're gonna hate me, I don't know if you'll hate me, okay. but there's this game called YouTube YouTuber Life on the PlayStation mm-hmm. Store, and it's basically a game where you can like simulate a YouTuber. And I, I started playing it, so I kind of just play it, and I have like a video on on my laptop, so I'm playing that, and I'm watching doing two things, it's just like mindless fun, it's pretty fun. I haven't played it recently because I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's kind of cool if you just want a nice chill game to play too. You don't really have to do that much in it. And uh, yeah. other than that, I haven't really been playing anything else. But other, I actually I watched uh, I watched more Marvel stuff. I think last time I, th- I think I talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now I've watched uh, I watched Loki, watched all okay. of Loki. Uh, it was really good. It was really interesting. I like time travel shenanigans. As you know, I've talked about Steins Gate a little mm-hmm. bit, and I've we've done ReZero, which I love a lot. My favorite anime of all time. Uh, so I, I, I kind of liked it. And a season two, it's going to be a season two because it left off on like a big, a big cliffhanger with like lots of things. So I'm excited for it. I'm also excited because I really like Tom Hiddleston, how he plays Loki. So I'm excited to see more of that as well. Um, 
And then I've also watched all of What If. Originally, I had watched like the first three episodes, and uh, um, I'm like, okay, this is this is probably not gonna have like a connection, but it actually does have like a connection at the end, where it all kind of like wraps together into like one story, which is kind of weird. And it's kind of fun because that kind of leads to like the new Doctor Strange movie as well a little bit. So it was really interesting to watch. Uh, I actually really like. I actually really liked What If. It was nice. Some episodes were a little meh, like the zombie one. I did not like the zombie one. It was a little stupid. But uh, other than that, I liked the like. One of my favorite ones was the one where basically. So this What If was. I don't know. Have you watched What If at all? No, I have not watched any since Falcon and Winter Soldier. So basically, there was this what if where uh, if Loki wasn't uh, Thor's brother, like he he just uh, if Odin just gave him to the Frost Giants instead of adopting him. But basically, mm-hmm. Thor just grows up to be like a little like brat, right? So he like basically goes to Earth and just throws this giant party with like inviting all the different aliens and from like all around the world, all the unit the the universe and everything. It was pretty funny, just like Thor having like a giant party, <laughs> and like Captain Marvel comes and like starts fighting him. And he's like afraid of his mother, and it, it was it was it was really funny, but I, I, I yeah some of them were good. And what if was really nice? I recommend that animation's good, and some stuff were really good about it. And I haven't watched any other shows after that. I've been because uh, I think I, I I think next up is Hawkeye, which I haven't started yet, but I will start that eventually. Um, I, I'm more excited for the Hawkeye one because I read the comic run it was based on, and I really really liked it. Uh, but I'm wanting to watch them in order and not just get out of order. Um, but yeah, but anyway. And then uh, I've also I've also read some manga. See, I've done a lot of I've done a lot this week. I've done a You've lot. Done a lot this week, yeah. I've done a lot. I, I think I mentioned last week I was do, doing Sekirei. I finished Sekirei. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was it was it was it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, you know, I, um, it ended the way I wanted it to end, and I feel like if it didn't end that way, I would have given it less of a score. I actually give it a seven out of ten. Because okay. it was pretty solid, it kind of like stuck to its ideals really well, and uh, the some of the twists at the end were really nice. Uh, the ending was a little lackluster, but it ended again. It ended the way I wanted it to, uh, so I was really happy about that. And then actually yesterday I finished uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes because the final chapter actually came out yesterday for it as well. Mm-hmm. So I finished that, and that was actually really good as well. I actually like it a lot better than the original My Hero. I really hope it gets an anime. I'm not sure if it will. Uh, it's basically a spinoff of My Hero. I don't know if you've heard of it. Where basically, like, there's these characters, and like, they're not actual heroes, but they're like vigilantes. So they like kind of mm-hmm. just protect, kind of like protect like yeah. the peace when like there's no heroes around. And it's pretty cool because it, it, it has like characters from like the main show in it, not like the kids, but like some of the adults, like uh, Aizawa or uh, Midnight. Uh, there's even uh, like. There's actually this one scene where like all these heroes come to like help out, and all might sit in as well, like because it takes place a few years before the uh, Deku goes to UA. So mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's a really fun read. And it's really nice. I really like it. I really recommend it if you're a fan of My Hero or you're just looking for like a good uh, battle manga as well. It's it's pretty nice, and I really like the main character. His quirk is really cool, and uh, he's he's not like Deku. He's a little more humble. But uh, he, he's really fun, and uh, I'm really happy. You know, I, I'm really feel fulfilled, and I wish it would continue on. But it ended on a really positive note, and I'm really happy about it. And that's about it, really, for what I've done this whole week. Mm-hmm. I haven't really done much that's other than good. that. Yeah. How about you? What have you done? I mean, I kind of went over a little bit. Not a whole lot. I started up Dragon Age Origins. Oh, yeah. 
got a PS3, huh? Yeah, yeah, I just found a really good deal on a PS3, and there's a few PS3 games I wanted to play that never got ported over, so it was kind of like, eh, it's a good deal, I'll get one and I'll play it, um, but I remembered I had Dragon Age Origins digitally, so I downloaded it, and I've just kind of been playing through it a little, if I'm like, can't go to sleep, or no, I need to go to bed, but I'm not really tired yet, I put a small TV that I forgot I had, like, I'm like, a little ottoman beside my bed, just looking at him to see it there, oh um, yeah, that's what mainly what I've been doing. Uh, I'm not watching any like anime or really read any manga. I watched some TV. I finished up The Circle, which is the Netflix reality show that I enjoy. Oh, it's not like true. a good show, but I enjoy it till I watch it. Um, uh, it's like a. Have you heard what that is at all? Or no? So yeah, it's like a reality show, but they take people and they put them in apartments, and they are a part of a special social like networking site called The Circle. And they are just supposed to like chat and talk with people, and they uh, every so often they do a ranking and rank each other by popularity. And like the highest two popularity popular people become the influencers, and they kick somebody out of the circle. They get blocked, and then usually they have a few weeks. They bring in people later on, and then after so long, they're finally like, "Hey, the circle's complete. Everyone who's going to be here is here." And then they kind of finish, and at the end, they submit a final rankings, and whoever comes in first at the final rankings wins the prize money. Um, so it's kind of like a competition show where they someone gets blocked every so often. Um, this season, they kept talking about how they were impressed they had the Spice Girls on. Uh, but the, the deal is, you don't have to be yourself. You can catfish as people. So they brought in two of the Spice Girls, and they had them catfish as like this guy. And they weren't playing for the grand prize, but if they could make it past so long, um, they would then up the prize pool by 500 or not 500 by fifty thousand dollars so instead of being a hundred thousand dollars it'd be 150 um and they succeeded so then they all were excited that not only did they were they playing with the spice girls and didn't know they also now were going to win more money at the end for whoever won um, but they, they do weird stuff like that just to like make it more entertaining but it, do it's they stay in like really nice apartments or are they like crappy ones really nice apartments like they have like their own apartment building there's a giant circle on the outside of it and that like lights up blue and purple and stuff. Um, but yeah, they each have their own apartment. They're all on like one side, so you can kind of like see them from windows if they're having like parties and stuff. They'll like have like an outside shot going. You'll see everybody doing things. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's kind of dumb. But yeah, like the first season was weird because they were like really big on like getting out anybody who catfished because one guy in there in particular just really wanted everyone in there to be genuine. So they like kicked out like if they thought someone was like being fake, they would kick them out. And so like it's kind of kept that like trajectory a lot of the time but this is the first time that one person's like this person could be catfishing and i don't care because i know they got my back regardless of if they're who they say they are but yeah like it it's just fun uh bring up the cool things but i enjoyed it uh sounds like an interesting premise so I'm and then i started gilmore girls again because i don't know why i just did uh but yeah that's really all i've been doing this week besides work but yeah, anyway okay. work do be tough but yeah. uh yeah yeah but yes Anyway, I also bought, I also bought six- the anime to Steins Gate, <laughs> even okay. though I because I, I played the game. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna buy the anime and maybe we'll watch it one week. It's not what we're watching for next week, but I, maybe one time we'll watch it. Maybe. Yeah. All anyway. right. Well, I think we should talk about the uh, movie we watched, huh? Yes, Condor. And we were talking about Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, complete. Kind Except of. I didn't watch the complete. Condor purchased or rented complete from Amazon only to find out it was this morning. It was not the complete version. Amazon lied to him. Amazon lied. Okay. All right. So let's, let's, so first of all, 
before we get into it, why don't we explain what Final Fantasy VII Advent Children is? Yes, yes. So basically, uh, Final Fantasy VII, if you don't know what that is, which if you haven't, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, honestly, because you, sh- you, sh- you should probably know what Final Fantasy is. Um, basically, it's like this gaming series. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. It has multiple games. It's up to 15 and 16 is coming out soon and has a lot of spin-offs as well but basically final fantasy 7 is what's considered the best final fantasy game the most popular one uh to like the, the to like the fans and everything mm-hmm. uh, and basically it was originally on the playstation one uh and basically uh you know it was it was like three or four discs i think long probably i think three discs because it, it was like a really long game compared to like what the ps1 could handle so that's why they had to divide it up into a few discs and stuff and it was very popular because it was like the it from the jump from six to seven was like really good because it went to like 3d and everyone was like super amazed with it and that's kind of like what drove the popularity of final fantasy 7 yeah and it really the- it really showed what 3d could do it was kind of the first game that's like it's not just a 3d platformer or whatever like you can have this huge world it it just was really groundbreaking for what it was wanting to do at the time and everybody exactly and everyone was impressed by it so because of that square enix the people are like are like yo let's make some money off this so you know what they did they did a lot with final fantasy 7 and i mean a lot but one of the things mm-hmm. they did is what we're going to be talking about today is that they, they made a movie yes they made a movie called final fantasy 7 advent children which basically uh the movie came out in 2005. September 2005, September 14th, um, which is pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, the premise of it is it takes two years it takes place two years after the uh, movie, uh, mm-hmm. after the game, I should say. The, the movie takes place two years after the game. Yeah. And before I go any further, I should mention that obviously, if you have no prior knowledge of Final Fantasy VII, you are most likely going to be spoiled a little bit. We are, we are, we might not go into specifics about Final Fantasy VII, but we will be talking about some of the characters and some of the events that probably happened and certain things. So if you don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII and you want to know, obviously don't listen to this podcast or just skip a little bit to the end or just don't watch it at all or come back to it after you played Final Fantasy VII and want to know our opinions on the movie. Uh, but basically, the premise of the movie is it takes place two years after the events of uh, the hit game, Final Fantasy VII. And basically, everything is kind of like crappy with the world because of what happened. And uh, there's there's this like virus going around called Geostigma. And our main character, Cloud Strife, is affected by it. And uh, that's kind of like the start of the show, uh, the start of the movie. Uh, before we get into the movie, as Falcon was trying to get into, yes, I've basically watched the wrong version of the mm-hmm. movie. Right. So uh, uh, Falcon had mentioned that this was a movie that we would have to purchase on Amazon or something. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That doesn't really matter to me. And uh, obviously you mentioned after we recorded last week that uh, – we had to, you know, we had to watch the complete version. I'm like, cool. All right. The complete version. Good to know. I go on to Amazon. I see that there is three Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Completes, right? There mm-hmm. is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete English Subtitled, and Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete 4K UHD, right? So mm-hmm, basically, mm-hmm. if you don't know what the difference between or the original is complete, is the complete came out a few years after the original Advent Children, and it added yeah. more content. It made things look nicer. They added some things to it, just basically like an overall better experience. Which honestly isn't like it's like on point for uh, freaking Square Enix because they always like to do stuff like that. With especially uh, why not do it with the movies, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, 
I watched the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete because um, I wanted to watch this in English because it does it is dubbed. Um, so I and one of them said I so I didn't want to watch it in 4K because my TV does not do 4K, so I didn't want to like watch it in like a crappier quality, and I didn't want to watch it in Japanese, so that's why I did not choose the English subtitle one. So I chose Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete. So I watched the movie. Uh, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, this is a movie. Yep, it does things. But we'll get more into that later. And then mm-hmm. we, I recently found out this morning that uh, apparently the one I watched was not complete. It was actually the original uh, Advent Children. It's just uh, advertised wrong. So Amazon, I know you'll probably never listen mm-hmm. to this podcast ever. But if you do happen to listen to it, please fix the thing because I unfortunately – did not watch the right thing I wanted to watch because you could also check because the run times, one of them is an hour and 41 minutes and the other is two hours and six minutes, which basically with the Advent Children complete, they added 26 minutes of new content. Yeah, And uh, I did not watch those 26 minutes of content for the podcast, unfortunately, because I did not know. And uh, because I, I was only told to watch complete and I'm like, okay. All right, so I, I'm like I'm a little mm-hmm. upset about this, uh, honestly, because I really wanted to watch like the extra 26 minutes of the movie. I wanted to watch all of it, and unfortunately, yeah, that did not happen. They didn't. It was also worth noting the one that said English subtitled when I was looking at it this morning, just out of curiosity. The one that says English subtitle shows there are no subtitles for the video. So Amazon, get it together. Um, yeah, essentially, if you're wanting to watch it on Amazon, uh, just do the 4K one. It's the same price. It'll just stream at whatever quality you can handle. Uh, it's English dubbed because Condoree still watched it sub, uh, even though it didn't say it was subtitled. It was still. Yep, Japanese. I watched. It I, I I watched it subbed, so I did not watch it dubbed like I want. I originally thought I was going to, but that's kind of my fault. I guess I should have been paying attention to the uh, to the to the to the thing. But honestly, with the three sub the three different ones, I assumed. So I did assume that the four K one probably provided an English subbed and dubbed option. But again, I didn't want to watch it 4K. So since I saw, I kind of just like crossed that one out of my mind. So I saw the two with one. One said English subtitle, the other said just the movie title. So I'm like, yeah. all right, this is probably the one that's in English. So I chose it, and it wasn't in English. It was still in Japanese. It had subtitles though. Yep. <laughs> and apparently, it was the original Advent Children as well. So yeah, I'm very upset about this. Uh, again, that doesn't affect the movie, obviously. Uh, but it, it just affects like just Amazon. So uh, if if you want to watch Advent Children complete, uh, make sure to pay attention to Amazon or just don't watch it on Amazon. I think you said you could watch it on what other places can you watch it on Falcon? Uh, there's it's on like Vudu, Google Play, a lot of other places you can just buy digital movies. Uh, a lot of them offer renting. Um, yeah, so I would recommend doing it one of those if you don't want to have to sort through for different versions to find the correct one. Um, but yes, the Condor. This is based off Final Fantasy VII, and this is episode 69. So, yeah. if you had to date either Aerith or Tifa Condor, who would you date? You can throw Yuffie uh, in the mix. Why not? Yuffie's uh, good. It would, it, would, uh, it would easily be Tifa. Easily. Easily be Tifa? You, yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Who would you choose, Falcon? If I, I don't know. Yuffie's always been my favorite character. Uh, back like when I was a teenager and stuff. Uh, so I, I would probably stick with her. I would stick with Yuffie. Uh, yeah, I, I've always liked Yuffie. She's fun. Yeah, even though she does steal your material and can get on your nerves, you know. But hey, it's fine. Everyone has flaws, you know. 
I was actually yes. uh, speaking speaking of Yuffie. Uh, so if you don't know, uh, Final Fantasy VII actually has optional characters you can get on your party, and the mm-hmm. two of those the two characters who are that are Yuffie and Vincent. So it was kind yeah. of funny when I was watching the movie and I saw like the scene with Vincent in the forest with Cloud after like the interaction, and I'm like, man, people who probably didn't do that in the original game probably like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I mean, at the time it came out, everyone who would have been interested in seeing the movie would have known about who Vincent was. I mean, like, not everybody, but it, I'm sure there'd be that one person who just made it without that There's two secret characters even back then. So I feel like the people who cared enough to watch the movie would have heard about Vincent, whether they got him in their playthrough or not. Um, also, yeah, they, they put everybody came out. Also, Dirty Cerberus came out, which is uh, Vincent as a playable character. Yeah, he, he's insanely popular um, of a Final Fantasy VII character, especially back in the day. That that's why he got his own spinoff. Um, but yeah, he's really one of the only other characters. Besides it, it was so Cloud funny to see that gets attention. It was so funny to think about that. I'm like, oh boy, imagine like who the heck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> is this an original movie character? All right, so uh, let's get into yeah. it. So uh, yeah, the movie. Was it's, that the uh, question? Is that the question? By the way, that was the question. Yeah, it took I you didn't make it seem like it was going to be worse that. than it was. I thought you were saying that right uh, off the bat, Falcon. Took 29 minutes. Well, it's kind of weird. Well, we kept talking about other stuff, and this was the first time I really had a decent way of throwing it in there. So, you know, I changed my plans. Okay. Right. Nice. But yeah. So I will go on and say, Condor, that the difference between Avid Children and Avid Children Complete is the 26 minutes longer. Um, but all it really does is it adds extra scenes for Cloud and his development. We get Denzel's background. So Denzel isn't just some kid you're supposed to care about. And all you know that his name is Denzel and he's sick. Um, and uh, we get a little bit more on with like the Turks and Rufus Shinra, but there's like one extra scene. There's not a whole lot there. Most of it is Denzel. Um, because I think that was one of the biggest complaints people had with the old one. I was like, who the crap is this Denzel kid and why am I supposed to care about him? You could have just not had him in there and made Marlene be the one sick and everybody instantly would have cared like 10 times more. Because we had seen Marlene in the games and, you know, somewhat cared about her. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, they, they kind of delved del- into that. Um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say what that is. So we will be talking spoilers for this movie probably because we're going to be talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, that sort of deal. Um, so if you haven't watched it, watch it and then come back and finish it. Uh, or if you don't care about the spoilers, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so you find out in the complete version that Denzel is actually an orphan which we kind of know, but he's an orphan because of the attack Avalanche did on Sector 7 when the Turks dropped the the plate from the game. Uh, they, they you know, take down the tower, the plate falls, and Sector 7's done. There's actually, an anime, there's, there's actually an anime episode, like an anime OVA about Denzel, actually. It's called Episode Denzel. I'm seeing it on yeah, the it was, page. Yeah, it was included as like a bonus thing on the, the Blu-ray. But it's like um, pure like anime. It's so weird compared to like the yeah. CGI from the movie. I've never watched it because I still don't care about Dental. But yeah, uh, you find out uh, is everything he knows from the attack is it was supposed to be Avalanche's fault that the tower fell and all that because you know Shinra didn't want to let the people know Shinra is the one who did it. Yeah. Um, so essentially, he's orphaned due to the events you do through the first game. So it's kind of like a. Kind of, I guess, gives you more sympathy of like Tifa and Cloud are looking out for him because they kind of feel more responsible for him. I guess. I, I guess. I guess I feel more um, sympathetic. I just thought he was just a random orphan, to be honest. 
Yeah, um, yeah, incomplete. They have this scene where he finds Cloud's bike and phone, and the phone's ringing, and he answers it, and it's Tifa on the other line, and she asks who he is, and he says he doesn't know. Seems like he might have some amnesia or whatever, but you can tell like he's just been like wandering around trying to survive and can't really do it or whatever. And so when Cloud gets back there, Cloud takes him, and he stays with Tifa and him at the bar. Um, Yeah, it. I still don't really care about Denzel, but it's at least nice knowing a little bit more about him. Um, you have a extra scene or two, like I said, with the Turks, but it's nothing really more than just kind of. I mean, I like the interaction between Reno and Root. I think they were the probably the funnest characters in the movie. They're the highlight of the movie. Like if they took Reno and Root out, this movie would be so much worse. Like so many of my favorite moments, like the moment where they're uh, Cloud is fighting Kadaj and Yazoo and Laws on the bikes, and you see them come out of the tunnel. And uh, they're holding like the bombs the they, bomb. make, they have, and he's like, "You sure this is gonna work? You sure it's gonna make much of a bang? Uh, if nothing else, it's flashy." Oh, so you made this? Yep, <laughs> it's just like Shinra's finest technology. Oh, so you you made this, and then you find out it's just like dynamite with like a couple fireworks mixed in. So when it goes off, you see like fire, like you know, it's just they have so many things, and even like uh, the scene where they were fighting Laws and Yazoo and Midgar, and uh. Uh, Rude gets hit pretty hard and he finally like regains his composure and he's standing up and I forget what they say to him and he's just kind of like whatever bring it and then the billboard falls on his head he's like ah oh, stupid sign and then as he's about to recover Reno falls on him from getting like thrown through the air and then steps onto sunglasses and he just whips out the other pair real fast and puts them on because he has to have a like there's just so many like good moments with them in the movie that I really enjoyed uh, yes, I yeah, totally remember all those moments yes 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 Yes, I mean, I I've seen this movie like five or six times. I I remember it fairly. You own this movie, so I own it, and I've seen every version. The so the DVD version came out when I was a freshman in high school, and I bought it. And then the complete version came out my senior year of high school, so I bought it. Uh, and then I gave it to a friend, and now I own the 4K version. So you know, I've I've seen every version. I will say, 4K version not necessarily worth it. Just stick with the normal HD version. You're not really missing out of anything. Um. The 4K version did this weird thing, and it wasn't all the time. It was only during certain scenes, but it was like certain scenes, the resolution or textures on the mouse didn't quite match up with the lines, and I'd never experienced that in any of the other versions, but it's like, oh, they refined it or whatever just enough that like, you could tell that like they technically started a second or two earlier, and it really bugged me that where when I watched the Blu-ray version, it didn't, didn't bother me for it. Um, I mean, it's still a terrific looking movie, but it's you can tell it wasn't made in 4K, so you see a lot more of, like, the imperfections. Like, there's one part where, like, you see, like, a close-up of, like, Tifa's glove and, like, Squall's pants, and you can tell, like, the textures for the fabric. Like, the leather squall? fabric weren't great. Not, did oh, yeah, I did squall? say Squall. My bad. Cloud. Cloud. I'm not finished my coffee. I'm only halfway done. This is... Uh, I would love to talk about Final Fantasy VIII, uh, but that's not what we're doing today. Hey, did you know they're making a Final Fantasy IX TV show? I did, yes. <laughs> I, no figured love I, would pick, I figured out, well, 8 is very, I'm not going to get into it because I'll be talking about Final Fantasy 8 the rest of the time we have, so I, I will not, I will refrain. Tune in next um, week for our Final Fantasy 8 podcast, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> the game that's like one of my favorite games of all time that I somehow have never actually beaten. But yeah. Uh, uh, I'll beat it, I'll buy it and I'll beat it before you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. It's kind of um, materia grind, right? Right? <laughs> Oh, there is no materia. Um, what, what is, don't you have to grind something in that game? You have like to you draw your magic from enemies. But you, 
equipped yeah. that matters to your stats. So you want to get 99 of like the really good magic, 99 for each character for all the really good magics to, to equip to their stats to make them better. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just so much going on. But yeah, like the the cloth textures are really good, but the leather texture is kind of rough. So like when you see like close ups of like leather pants and gloves and stuff, you can tell it's a little. Mm, Eh. But yeah, uh, otherwise. Uh, so yeah, but basically, like we said, the movie kind of just starts off. You find out that Cloud's a delivery boy, which perfect profession for Cloud. But he's kind of like keeping off to his own. He's not really engaging with people. And the movie's not even really about the geostigma and them trying to cure it. It's more about kind of Cloud's journey to finally realizing he can accept people and kind of let go of the grief he has from the events that happened in seven. I think that, I think that was actually stupid to be honest with you. Do you? Because I, I felt like when I was playing because I played through final fantasy seven recently mm-hmm. and then I played the remake, obviously. And I, I'm just thinking of final fantasy seven. I remember that obviously there was a part where cloud was broken because obviously you find out he's like a puppet to be used for mm-hmm. Sephiroth's coming. Right. But then he like recovers from that. Or like he's and he realizes it's like oh hey we're all friends here we're gonna do this together because we're because we're, we're, we're a team and like that's a lot yeah. different from how Cloud was at the beginning of like Final Fantasy VII because he was kind of like always wanted to work alone always wanted to yeah, work he was a as, he was like, a puppet but he also had yeah. Zach's memories stuck in his head so it was like he was a puppet and he also didn't have his memories fully intact in his brain so it was kind of like he was this weird amalgamation of a yeah. person and he but, finally like, breaks free of, of it. By the end of Final Fantasy VII, he was like, I remember because I, I remember paying attention to his words. The translation wasn't the best for Final right. Fantasy VII, but like I remember him saying stuff like, "Oh, we're gonna do this together because we're companions, we're friends, we did all this together and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get through it." And right, and he like, I feel like he, Cloud himself can like understand personally that like friends are good and like he grew together. So it was kind of it, it kind of felt like a step backwards when I was watching the movie. So I'm just like, what happened? Where did everything go? What happened to that? that all that progression? That was a big complaint. Did. Of, which is, I assume, which is why they added that 26 minutes of some of Cloud's stuff into the movie. Yeah, so, you had a couple yeah, extra scenes of, like, him talking the with Aaron. Yeah. Uh, you, had, you had, like, an extra scene or two of, like, him, like, going to, like, his, like, dream world or whatever, where he, like, talks to Aerith. Um, you mean on the verge really, of it was, it, well, Yeah, but there's times where he'd just be, like, sleeping or, like, daydreaming. Oh, oh yeah, okay, there. you're right. That was, that was in the um, movie, I remember. Yeah, they yeah. added more of like that a little bit. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Okay, what can but I say? Uh, I'm all, I'm not I'm not complete as you are, Falcon. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so like the that was a big complaint was that if you played the game and actually paid attention at the end, you find out Cloud was never that kind of like standoffish, kind of broody, leave me alone kind of personality. He was more like friendly and happy overall. But between yeah. being a puppet and having Zach's memory stuck in his head, he adopted more of Zach's kind of personality. So, like, he kind of had this weird personality. But, yeah, they kind of keep him in, like, the broody thing for Advent Children. Um, and that's why, actually, with the remake, they got a completely different voice cast because the director of the game didn't want any of them to have the Advent Children per, uh, personas of the characters in their heads. So he wanted a complete fresh take. So that's why they got all different voice actors. Or if they use the same voice actors, they use them in different roles. I wouldn't um, know. I've watched some uh, Japanese yeah, um, I'm just saying, like, for English, they did. Like, that, that they did it, and that was the reason why. My best friend, like, huge FF7 nut, so I, I hear about it all the time. Um, but yeah, uh, so, like, uh, like, it was funny. I was looking at the cast list, and the guy who did Red 13 in the English dub for his all of one line he had at the very end of the movie, uh, he is now, he was Don Corneo in the remake. So it was kind of like, okay, he went from being adorable pup 
to being really creepy guy who everyone wants to punch in the face. All right. Um, Especially in the remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty much this movie, I've always liked it, but I never felt like the story was important. It was about, you know, Cloud finally accepting that, like, he can't oh. take responsibility for everything. And he has the friends. The story was shit. The story was not good. But, the story was yeah, not the highlight. Also, of the it's movie. just like, how can we get Sephiroth back? We're going to make three kind of bad villains. Yep. And they all look like Sephiroth. They're, bring they're, him always back. All, they're always all like the clones of him from like all those people. Yeah. They're, probably, they're probably like those hooded guys for some reason. You know how they have like the hooded guys who are like reunion and like the games. Yeah. It was, yeah. They're probably three of those guys. And obviously you find out yeah. at the end that like they're a puppet because Cloud says it because they calls him yeah. brother as well. So obviously you understand that, you know, they're, they are that. Mm-hmm. They're just more sentient. They're more understanding. And yeah, obviously Sephiroth comes back, so yeah, um, just for a fight. Yeah, so... and, uh, yeah, honestly, I think that fight with Sephiroth was a little lackluster, to be honest. They like, added more in, scenes to it, it in the complete version. It, it, it just felt a little like, like the the like uh like I don't know because I obviously I play Smash, mm-hmm. so I, yeah. I I follow that religiously, and I know that Cloud when he's wearing the Advent Children, he's fighting Sephiroth. He does the Omni Slash version five. I know that this came from the movie, so I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see it in the movie. I saw it in the movie. It was probably like the 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 least Im- impressed scene ever. Like the fight with Tifa against that guy in the church was way more Lost. hype than than that. Yeah, oh, that's my favorite fight in the movie. That one's and then great. like and then like the scene with Bahama and of course, of course. Oh, what's a good summon we could use as an enemy? Oh, of course, Bahama. Yes, of course. Let's use Bahama. When everyone was fighting Bahama, that was also really cool. Everyone was helping Cloud like ascend up higher and higher. That was really yeah. awesome as well. So, but yeah, the Sephiroth fight was just a little lackluster. I'm uh, hopefully would the does a complete version fix that? Would you say? Yeah, and they they fixed the Omni Slash V five a little bit too. Because in the first movie, if I'm remembering correctly, you just see like his different weapons, and he like grabs them and he jumps from weapon to weapon. And yeah, complete, that's it. After he uses a weapon, there's a spectral cloud holding on to the weapon. And nope, so at the end, happen. when he knocks them down, they all come in and just knock them down together. And then when that he lands, awesome. there's like a circle of clouds, just each with like their sword on the ground. Oh, um, I, uh, <laughs> also, I, I hate Amazon. Sephiroth takes his sword and impales Cloud and sticks him up in the air like he did in the original game. So it's like a callback. He just like impales him and holds him in the air for a bit. Um, well, but otherwise, I, they, I, the, the main like graphical difference is they added a little bit of blood and they made like faces and stuff dirtier to make yeah, it more realistic. I, I, yeah, I saw that. I was reading that on the uh, the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. of, about it. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm honestly I actually feel like I, I missed out on some of the movie because of this, and I really hate Amazon for it. Maybe one day if we're really bored, since we can... I tried showing an Amazon video on Discord one day, and I don't think it would have let me, but it was showing me here with the software we used to record, so maybe one night if we're both bored, but like you want to watch the actual complete version and see all the stuff you didn't see? Let's just well, throw I it probably, up here. I'd probably watch it with my friend, because he also likes Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Now I, know the right, now I know the right one to rent, so... <laughs> I'm glad I didn't decide to buy it. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Yeah. yeah, I decided to just buy the movie, and then it's just the wrong movie. I'm just like, and also I should say that that subtitling that Amazon provided for the version I watched, the original Advent Children, was really bad as well. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know Japanese, but I've watched a lot of anime, so I picked up on certain words, so I can tell when some things are spoken. Uh, it's not the words that's mashed up on the thing, uh, and that I'm just like that kind of takes me out of it a little bit when I see that. 
because it makes me think like the uh the the, the, the just like the, they didn't like really care about it at all and they're like oh yeah just do this on the side yeah people will love it they like final fantasy it's final yeah. fantasy 7 they're gonna fans are gonna buy it regardless um yeah yeah, yeah. the pokemon yeah but uh <laughs> oh gosh this movie um yes yeah, so uh, i will say that the uh the the uh the fighting was definitely the highlight of the movie mm-hmm. uh because all the fight scenes were nice i mean the sephiroth fight was still good but it wasn't like the best fight, which I'm sure like the movie wanted it to be like the best fight. Like the mm-hmm. on the, the motorcycle scenes were actually really cool as well. Like the one, like the one near the end, that was really cool. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. liked fight fight Cloud's fight with Kadaj before he turned into Sephiroth. That was actually, in my opinion, really good as well. You know, yeah. um, and uh, every and like everyone just like teaming together to fight the Bahamut, and like the fights at the beginning were pretty cool as well. Uh, yeah, it was the fights were definitely the highlight of the movie. For me, I'll 100% say that. I think that's probably the highlight for anyone who watches this movie, mm-hmm. I'd say. Because the story's not really that great. A lot of things are very confusing if you're watching the original. I'm, I'm not sure if Complete fixes that. Because, again, watch Complete. Little, so. that, that's kind of like the extra scene to like shit, uh, the Turks. They kind of explain a little bit more of what's going on. And but no, that, they just leave it kind of confusing. That's what I yeah. appreciate when they like explain that stuff so I can understand. Because, obviously, you know, this is a movie... Uh, and I'd like to understand what's happening in the movie, you know, because it's just like you can't just like make a movie and like not explain the problem because obviously it's like a stand up standalone movie. And obviously the problem in this one, even though it's a continuation of a game, is it's still a new problem that's happening. And you got to like explain it instead of just leaving it up to the viewer to make up the mind because it's just like this is wrong. I don't like this and it's very confusing. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really upset. Yeah. Falcon. I'm so upset. Uh, it's, it's fine. Um, yeah, so we start off. Everyone's trying to find Cloud because Cloud's kind of like vanished when he found out he was sick. He's he being vanished, emo again. Yeah, he's being emo again. He vanished at Aerith's church because why not? Then we have like the best fight scene in the, the movie with Waz and Tifa. No, um, it, it, it starts out with well, it starts out with uh, with Denzel actually. I think the movie starts out with Denzel and Marlene. Oh, that's right. We have that, that weird little scene with and Tifa. Then, and then right. we have the scene with Tifa, and Tifa's like, Where's Cloud? Where did he go? And it just shows Cloud on the motorcycle. Like overlooking yeah, Midgar, yeah. and then like the three guys attack with laws and Yazoo, and, and then like that guy can like summon those beasts. I didn't understand that. Where do those freaking dog beasts come from? I didn't understand that. Uh, that was never explained. I assume it's one of their powers. It. The the yeah, I mean it's pretty much because they exist as essentially like a man a strong manifestation of like Genova's will. Because when Genova died in the original game, she still technically go, went to the live stream, I guess, because everything that dies there goes into the live stream at the end. Yes, yes. So the Geo Stigma is like Genova cursing the live stream, essentially, is kind of how they kind of explain it a little bit. Like it exists because Genova shouldn't be there, and it's kind of making the world a terrible place. Um, but then, like, Genova's will is really strong, which created Kadaj and the other two, and they're kind of the puppets. And so they can kind of summon these monsters because they're like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And they don't really try to explain it like terrifically, except kind of like Genova is still the reason why there's all these problems. And unless they can get rid of it completely, it'll still be there. And you find out they can't get rid of it completely because Shinra decided to keep Genova's head. So, you know, like that that's kind of what's spawning a lot of it, but they need the head to bring Sephiroth back in hopes they can, destroy the planet again but then if they can defeat sephiroth then like everything's just kind of fixed so it it 
they didn't try to explain it a lot. You could tell that wasn't their their main goal here. They did look, typical look, Final Fantasy fashion of just making it kind of confusing because they can. Look, look at me. Look at me. Hey, listen. Yes. I can understand yes. when you you do something like let's say for example, I uh, I go up to a stranger and I punch them in the face. Right. You're yes. everyone's gonna be like, why did he punch him in the face? Right. And then I explain why I punched them in the face. And then they're like, oh, okay, that's still messed up, but I see why you did it, right? That would mm -hmm. be the better op. That would be the best way to do something. Instead, if I were to punch someone in the face and then walk away and not explain everything, everyone's going to think I'm stupid. And like, why did he do that? And basically, that, that second option is what happened in that regard with that movie, mm -hmm. with some of the powers not being explained. I like it when things are explained because it helps me understand things. It helps me see like mm -hmm. the, the, the threat of something. Like, obviously, if these guys have like these dog creatures, or something to like they could summon. I'm like, okay, this is very serious. Originally, I just thought they were just creatures on the wasteland or something, but then I saw that the yeah. guy just like snapped his fingers and they just disappeared and then they came back again yeah. in that the city scene. So obviously they're under control, but like it would be cool to see like how that, that happened or explain like why, you know, maybe a little monologue or maybe like Cloud like figuring out on his own. I like when things like that happen because I like to understand just like the same as the characters or I like to be explained to so I can understand the severity of the situation. But when you don't explain things, uh, this makes it upset. And it's fine if you do it certain you do it, you do it like once and then you explain it like 30 minutes later, as long as it's explained. At a good point, yeah. you know. The same with the Geo Stigma in the movie. I didn't understand it at first, and then they had the scene with Cloud and Vincent talking in the forest, and they explained it a little bit. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm not fully understanding, but I appreciate the fact that I'm learning about like what this Geo Stigma right. thing is. So, but when you don't explain something, it just makes it. It just kind of takes me out of it, you know. It's bad. It's just bad writing. Yeah. I mean, it's even like the one thing I think I, I've never really fully understood is when they kidnap all the kids who have the Geo Stigma. And they take them to the Forgotten City. And it's just like, drink this water and now you're my puppets. It's like, okay, but how exactly did he take them over? Did he, like, infuse the water with Mako energy? And that made them more, like, Mako poisoned, like just Cloud was originally? Or is it just... Water. Yeah, it was like, or is it just, like, one of his powers is a remnant of Geno of Sephiroth kind of deal? You know, it's just kind of like... Yeah, that also was They're just all of a sudden, like, under his control and command. But since their eyes get like the whole like green, like kind of Mako energy eyes, I assumed it was something similar to that. But yeah, it's also like, oh, nope, they're under his control now. Hooray, yay. Uh, Vincent came in to save the day. Marlene got away. Like, you know, it's like, all right, cool. That's done. Why, um, just make, why not just make Marlene drink the water? Yeah. L literally. Well, she didn't have the stigma, so I don't know if it would work or not. They, they made it seem like the stigma had to be a requirement for it. And she didn't have the stigma. They just kidnapped her to get Cloud to show up. What? Um, what like, that's the only reason she was there. Uh, yeah, I think honestly, my biggest complaint with the movie because I never expected the story to be great. I expected it to always to be more of like a fan service movie. Uh, I just wish we got to see the other old teammates. Okay, more. So here's what happened. I just read it. So apparently, they infected okay. the water with negative life stream and have the children okay. drink the black water, making them fall under the sway of their influence. So, okay. All right, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what was your biggest oh, problem no, with no the worries. movie? Uh, I just really wish you got to see more of the old teammates because I always felt like this movie was going to be like a more fan service movie. I never felt like the story was actually going to be like really solid. I always thought it was more like, hey, let's get the characters. Let's make a big movie. Fans will like seeing it. Them all like in a movie as opposed to just a game screen. Uh, and the fact they're really only there for the Bahamut fight besides Tifa and Vincent is kind of just like, okay. They all had like one or two lines. 
they do the fight. They show a player on the airship while they're explaining about kind of what Kadaj is. Yep, and then that's all. They're, the they're just standing in the church at the end, <laughs> like like Kate Sith didn't even have the Moogle plush or the megaphone. He was literally just there to like say comments, riding on top of Red Thirteen. Like it'd be one thing if he was riding on Red Thirteen and still had like his megaphone, like shouting things. But nope, he's just there to like say things and in the dub it's with an irish accent of all things for some reason uh but yeah like he's just like here we go like it's just like i don't know it was weird um but yeah like but it was fun like they still had like quirks like when yuffie comes down from the sky she gets air sick in the games when she lands and stands up she gets sick all of a sudden and then she's like all right hold up Who's i don't remember that must have been the complete that didn't that didn't happen uh i was pretty sure that happened in the original but when yuffie shows up she falls out of the sky Oh, oh, like and uh, then, when, when the Bahama then, fight. Okay, I think I remember that. You're yeah. right. I thought yeah, it was she, after. She kind of like lands underneath and stands up and she goes, and then she's like, all right, who's been touching by material? And he was like, the bad guy. And she's like, ah, so it's running that's the, the, I'm always saying the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the Den- I think that's my favorite dental thing is like when she comes in, he's like, who's she? And then like Vincent just walks up and it's like, where can I buy a phone? And then it's like, who's he? <laughs> it's just like, who are all these people? Oh, and she's like, eh, they're our friends. Don't worry about it. Um, be yeah, like, I enjoy it, and I like that they're kind of like holding it off till Cloud can get the, there, but they know Cloud honestly, has to be the one to finish it off. But like, it, it's it's nice. You can tell that. Uh, I wish there was more scenes with everyone because the bantering that everyone does, like in the airship and during the fight with the Bahama, yeah. it's all like really nice and like it really flows really really well. So it's yeah. like the story was bad, but the writing of the characters was good. You know, yeah, yeah. characters like, that we are familiar with. You know, mm-hmm. because we also really like Reno and Rude, and they were really good as well. You know, yeah. Oh, they did really do the characters well, even though they weren't like a big part of the movie. But uh, no, I tell they handled Rufus a lot too. They Rufus had a lot of really good dialogue. I think he, he has one of my favorite lines in the movie. I think it was in the original. Um, but during the Bahamut fight, uh, it cuts over to him and Kadaj at one part, and uh, Rufus stands up out of his wheelchair, and you find out he's had the head of Genova with him the whole time. Uh-huh. And he's like you can tell you should, you should hear a like, bad son. And he's just yeah. He goes a good son would have known. And then like Kadash just like loses his shit. Like I love that line so much. He's like you would ask me where this head is, and I've had him with me the whole time. A good son would have known. Like I love it just so much that that line gets me every time. I just like grin really great, like really stupidly. I love it. Um, but yeah, like so much of it, it's just kind of like. Even like with Sung and Elena, you're like, oh, are they dead? And then Vin just like, oh, no, I found him. I healed them up as best I could. And then like you just see them come in to like save Rufus from falling to his death. Like it's just kind of like there's so many things they could have done a little better. Uh, granted, I never expected it to be like a great movie. I like this movie for the fan service, essentially. I love it for the fights. I like that I get to see these characters I like do more than what, you know, they could in the actual game. Um, even if it's not like great, I still get to see them do things. Um, like you said, the scene, like the banter with them on the airship was great. I loved all the moments with uh, Aerith and them just because they were these like really nice moments. I mean, I Even won't lie. I won't lie. Uh, the last scene when Aerith and Zach are walking away, I, I did tear up a little bit, but that's because I really like Aerith as a character. And I feel like, yeah. like her dying in the original game, big spoiler, obviously, uh, her dying in the original game was uh, just really sad. And like, it just felt really like wasted because she was just like a, a nice person. And she was like honest and just wanted everyone to do their best. And she just Sephiroth just kills her. And it's just so it got it got me a little bit. It got me a little bit, yeah. I'll say. But uh, I mean, that's all that I didn't cry because of the movie. I cried because of Final Fantasy VII, the game. 
yeah. if I had just watched the movie, I wouldn't understand what would be, what would be happening. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because um, I really like Aerith as a character, especially after I played the remake as well. So... I also love, I think it's the the one at the end where uh, when Cloud's been shot after the final fight and he's like laying there like in the flowers and like the little world he goes to to talk with her and he says like mother and she's like, why does everyone keep calling me calling mother these days? <laughs> she's like, I'm so confused. You And Zach's, uh, like, you have a, you, Zach's like, you have a motherly presence. That's yeah, probably yeah. why. I, I like them bantering back and forth together. It's always a lot of fun. It was uh, kind of weird because at first I didn't realize that Zach. I thought that was Kadash who said that. No. Uh, yeah, I like. Oh no! Wait, that's Zach. That's Zach. Never mind. Because the yeah. voices. I just so the I guess Zach and Kadash rarely talked, so the other voices kind of sound similar. And I just wish I watched this. Doug. I just wish I watched this complete. I just watched. I wish this the good way. Mm-hmm. Oh, Falcon! Why? Because Andy Ryan tricked you. Amazon bad, I say, as I go to buy more stuff on Amazon. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, um, anything else? Yeah. This movie? You I mean, like obviously, really the, uh, the fights were the fights were really good. Uh, as I said, mm-hmm. the fights were good. The characters were good. Uh, the the story was bad. Um, the pacing was okay. I guess I guess the pacing was okay. Nothing really felt nothing really felt like it dragged. Honestly. Maybe no, maybe they kind of maybe lore dump you and then give you a fight or like a little bit of an action scene and then they kind of do a little more lore dump than another action scene. May- so maybe the Sephiroth the- fight dragged on a little bit, but I mean, eh, I don't know. He's been clashing blades over and over again for like two I'm minutes. Kinda, I'm just kind of bummed out about not watching it the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking Amazon's the worst. I'm really, I'm really bummed out about that. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, even though I don't think the themes this movie explores really were necessary for how Final Fantasy VII ends, I don't really mind it because I could see like Cloud putting some of that like out of his brain until they finish the mission. It's like the fact that like he still blames himself for Aerith's death, I, I'm okay with. Um, That's okay, yeah. More, but again, I feel like I'm he not, took a I'm step more back. I'm okay with him just, like things. being the lone wolf. Um, yeah. Because he learned to work I, I, together in the end in Final Fantasy yeah. VII, so it felt like taking a step back with everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I do like all the scenes. Like, I like in the Bahamut fight how everyone's giving him the boost and at the end when he, like, is uh, going through Bahamut's, you know, attack. Aerith is yeah. the one who gives him the last boost he needs to get through it. Um, like, I like all the scenes like that, and I do like the scene at the end of him when she leaves the church with Zach at the end, kind of finally just being, like, his manifestation of finally accepting that he can't blame himself for what happened anymore like he has to yeah. just move on like i like that a lot i feel like that was a great way to end it of kind of just showing like cool he doesn't hold that over him anymore i, I do like too that everybody of the original party is wearing a pink ribbon around either their left or right arm is like in memory of her uh which was something i don't know if I, you know I, did, I did i noticed only cloud and tifa did it and i thought that was because they were kind of like a couple because there was that scene where it's like uh, she they were talking about like being the mother and father of all the orphans so I thought I, yeah. I didn't actually realize the other characters were wearing them. I guess I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I mean, as little as we see them, Vincent has it, but most of them are on their left arm. Vincent is on his right because his left arm has like that gauntlet thing. Um, but yeah, Yuffie has it. Barrett has it. Kate Sith has one tied around his one of his legs. Not Kate Sith. Uh, Red Thirteen. Kate Sith has one. I forget where it's at. I think it's just on an arm. On his um, real body. Yeah, every, every single one of them ha- has it on there somewhere. So if you like pause it and look, you can find it. And it's just like. 
just nice seeing that, like she was their comrade and so they're wearing something in remembrance of her all the time oh yeah which is yeah. great because we don't see clouds until he finally rips off like the the like cloth sleeve on his left arm and then you rip it off and you find out he's not he's always had it on the same time too um they did a lot of really nice fan servicey things but where they tried to be original about it like i don't hate kadaj and the gang they just were there really to serve a purpose they didn't really feel like standout characters because they weren't really supposed to they were just supposed to be the way to get sephiroth back i like that they bicker with each other like how they are constantly trying to tell the others to stop crying and they're not crying like like they were it was nice seeing like them banter back and forth every now and then but so much of it's just where's mother we need mother we know you have her we'll find her hey do you know where mother is and you'll have like one cool scene of them you're a bad son and then it's just like where's mother (laughs) i love i love the scene when when laws answers the phone he's like yeah She's not here. I'm not crying. Fine, I'll bring like like when they're inter- interacting like that. I like it, but uh, it's it's fun. But also to note, uh, you probably didn't notice it, but I always liked that since Sony was the one who like helped fund this movie, all the phones they used were the newest model of the Sony Ericsson phone from 2005. So they were using genuine phones you could buy at your local yeah, radio. That, that is why that is why Vincent wanted to buy a phone. That was just yes. an advertisement placement in the movie for the phone. <laughs> yes, I I yeah, understand. Yes, no, I I just always loved that it was like, let's just use the new phone we have product placement. Why not? Oh. <laughs> yes, I, I yes I understand. That's great. Yes, yes I am. Yes, I understand. Uh, anyway, I guess we can. Uh, this is like a whole lot to talk about. Like I said, the story is just kind of geostigma bad. Let's find a cure for it. Up, oh, they're looking for a Genova. We've kind of hit a. We've kind of hit on all like the major plot points of the movie, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh. So I guess I'll talk about what I kind of would wish the movie would have done a little bit better. Um. I, I do think they could have either explained geostigma a little better or they could have just like had some different story thread for how they get Sephiroth back because it really didn't make that much sense uh and even when they try to explain it it's just kind of there um and I get that's not really the the point of the movie but it's still kind of it feels more phoned in than the rest of it the whole thing of like Cloud having to get over like come to terms with like Eris grief and stuff is fine but it doesn't really and then it's just like you're you're cutting away from dealing with that for this really weird virus that doesn't really make any sense. It seems like it's deadly, but then like they don't really ever show that except for the Moogle girl's brother stops appearing, so you just assume he died of the sickness. Like uh, you know, it, yeah, it, I love that her name that her name and some credits is just girl and other credits it's Moogle girl. Real, I, I just like saying that sometimes. It's it, they change it between versions. It's funny to me. Um, they could have done it better. Oh, girl with Moogle. Yes, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and on the, the 4K one, it just says girl. And I, it had a name. And I checked the name on the voice cast. And it was girl with Moogle. So, like, it, it just varies depending on Oh, it actually said girl with Moogle? It. Oh, I was just joking. I didn't, I didn't think so. It, there, uh, uh, on, like, IMDb, I think it said girl with Moogle. And I think back in the day on the original DVD release, it said Moogle girl. Um, but, yeah, everywhere else it just says girl. Like, don't even give a name, just girl. Um which is just funny to me. Um, but I also wish Denzel could have just 
been subbed out for Marlene, that would have had Baird in the picture a little more probably. So we would have gotten at least like the original trio of characters from Seven being Baird, Tifa, and Cloud. Uh, I think that it could have done better. We would have been more invested in her. And even after complete with all the added Denzel scenes, I really don't care about Denzel. I feel like he was just added because they felt they needed to add somebody new. Um, when you could have just kept kadaging them and fleshed them out a little better and had Marlene been the one sick. Um, but really, otherwise, the parts of the movie that I like, I genuinely really, really like. So it kind of like outweighs the bad for me a little bit because I know I'm wanting to watch this movie. I'm wanting to watch really cool fight scenes and characters that I know and love from the game interact. So I, I don't really necessarily care that the story is bad, um, but I, I wish they could have tweaked or changed the overall plot points to get Sephiroth back to make a little more sense. It would enhance the movie a little bit. And like I said, Denzel could, could go away and I'd be fine. Uh, but what, what would you want improved from the movie or is it all hope lost for you, Condor? Uh, unfortunately, um, a lot of my complaints, I really, uh, I really feel like I can't complain about this since I go, I keep bringing it up. I didn't watch the complete version because I feel like most of the complaints I had that we've already talked about the yeah. complete version already fixed. Like you said, they talked more about cloud and why he did stuff. You, they talked about Denzel a little bit more and understanding his character. They, uh, they freaking talked about like the geo stigma and like more backstory yeah. on like the, the villains of the story. So like everything that, that happened, they already explained in the complete. So I really can't say anything. Falcon. Yeah. all right all right anything else we want to talk about here do we just want to wrap it up give our ratings and uh i want to cry you want to cry you can have a crying cry. section uh no more than 15 it. minutes please that's when we'll probably start losing people you know and no one wants that listen i i'm gonna cry for seven minutes because this is final fantasy 7 yep okay i'm not actually gonna cry okay I, I why don't sure. we get, why don't we move on to our ratings? All right. Uh, do you want me to go first? I'll I'll go first. Let me let me go first. Okay. Let me go first. Because I I'm I mean I'm not gonna say I hated the movie because I I actually like thought the action the action was good. I like the characters. Cause I really like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, at the time, I was really excited to watch it, but you know now that I found out I watched the wrong one, I didn't watch it the best way I could, and I got like jipped from Amazon. Really has killed uh, my mood in general for it. Um, but, uh, you know, the movie was still good. Uh, at least the original one was, I watched the original, he watched complete. Mm. Um, uh, I would probably give the movie, obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't make, I wouldn't recommend this for someone to start with, obviously play the game or watch cutscenes of the game, uh, Final Fantasy seven before watching the movie. Um, don't, especially don't watch this movie. If you played the remake by the way, because the remake is completely different than the movie. Yeah. You have to have played the original Final Fantasy 7 to watch this movie. So I remember going into this movie. Like I remember, I remember uh, not going to the movie. I remember before like watching the movie and like seeing this movie before and knowing about it. And I'm like, Oh my God, that must be like a really good movie because if they got, if it got a movie off of a game, that's kind of crazy, you know? And I know that I watched it. It was, it was just okay. You know, it wasn't the best movie ever. Originally, I wanted to give this movie a 7 out of 10 for the meme because Final Fantasy 7, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to give it a 6 because there was some enjoyment That's of the good. movie. There was some enjoyment of the movie. Um, like some of the characters were done well. The story was not done well. The fight scenes were great. Uh, but I, I, honestly, I still want to watch complete. Like my, 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 my desire to watch the, the complete version has not like subsided or anything. I still do want to watch it and I might watch it with a friend one day. Uh, 
but I, I I'm just kind of upset that Amazon kind of lied. So Amazon, Amazon, please fix, please fix this, please. You can't keep lying to your audience like this, man. You really mm-hmm. can't. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Uh, that's my rating. What about what about you, Falcon? Uh, I I think that's a very fair. I think even with the advent, like with the complete content, it's still not like a great movie. It's serviceable. It does what it does. The fight scenes are great. The character interactions are a lot of fun. Um, the story still doesn't really make that much sense. You you understand it a little bit better, but it's still just kind of like, why did you just not do something else with this? Um, I will give it a seven out of ten for the meme. But also the complete version is a little bit more of a complete package, which is probably why they called it complete. Um, so I will I will give it a seven, partly because meme, but partly because I do feel like that's probably not far from what I, I mean. Would this rate is it. episode sixty nine. Nice. Yeah, sixty nine. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you are a fan of Final Fantasy seven and you watch this for some reason, while well, us talking about the movie and you haven't seen the movie, like yeah, sure, why not? Give it a watch. It's not bad. You're not going to be blown away. It's probably not going to be your favorite movie of all time. Um, but, you know, it's very well worth it. If you're that a fan of the episode. game, watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. If you're a fan of the game, the original, definitely watch the movie if you haven't already, you know. Make sure to watch the complete version. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to tell us that our tastes are trash, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, EverbroPod. Again, tweet at us. We will probably comment back. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. If we feel like and it. And also, if you're like, these two guys are really cool. I just want to get more of them, like chat with them. They want to. I want them to be my best friends. You can hop in our Discord. If you're watching this on the video version, the link is at the bottom of your screen. If you're listening on the audio services, that link is in the episode and podcast description on whatever service you're watching us on. We do appreciate you all stopping in. We hope you all enjoyed it. And Condor! It is your pick for next week, my friend. What uh, what we watching or talking? I want to go to bed. You want to go to bed? I understand. All right. What are we watching? What are we What are we watching, Falcon? Tell me. What are we watching? I don't know. It's your week. That's right. It is my week. And you know what we're gonna watch, Falcon? We're gonna watch another movie. Okay. Because, because work is tough, and I really want to grind that Yu-Gi-Oh to get Moki Moki. I know you do too. So we're going to watch a movie. We're going to watch probably one of the best anime movies out there. Okay. I don't know if you've watched this. We're going to watch We're going to watch Your Name. I have watched Your Name. I have, yes. Oh, well, have you watched it recently? Not recently, no. I think I watched it I have, for the first time like last year, I think. I have also watched Your Name a long time ago, so I haven't watched it recently. Okay. So uh, we're going to be watching Your Name. All right, I was good. I was gonna choose a silent voice, but I've watched the silent voice a lot, so I, I I know I really like that movie. So we'll get a time to watch that eventually. So I do want to yeah. watch your name because I haven't watched it in a while, so I want to see if it's still like a really good movie, as people hype it up to be, you know. So we're gonna watch your name yep. for uh, for next week. All right. All right, we heard it. Your name is next week. We hope you enjoyed our episode on Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, and until then, stay awesome. And we're just gonna be flying on out. Go, go!